This episode of the Betting Crashers podcast is brought to you by Company39.com. That's K-O-M-P-A-N-Y-3-9.com. Company39 is creating digital hockey camps with some of the best players on the planet, giving amateur players, coaches, and parents the ability to learn directly from the best. Guys, it's awesome and easy to get started. You log on to the website, set up an account, and boom, you're ready to go. You learn the player's story of how they made it, you get video of in-depth on-ice drills, and an ebook with mindset tools from the athlete. This was built for hockey players by hockey players. Currently available is one of the most undercover superstars in the game, the San Jose Sharks captain, Joe Pavelski, and more players are coming soon. We have a great promo code for all our listeners. Visit company39.com and use the promo code MORNINGSKATE for 20% off. Stop wondering and start learning from the best at company39.com. And the boys are back. Week 15 is our 15th podcast. Holy shit. Jamesy, what would you do without me? Just fucking bearing all the weight, carrying the load, and just grinding and getting us through week by week, pick by pick. What would you do without me? I really don't know. I would have been lonely last Saturday. Uh, I, I honestly don't know what I would do without you. It's, I, been, it's been a great run for for this year. We've... Where it seems like we're going to be going pretty strong into the playoffs, continuing the podcast, continuing the picks. I think we've mentioned that we've dived down previously. So, yeah, we definitely have dived down previously. But I also don't think we've had the platform in which we have like the the listeners like coming on. Like you know what I mean? We we just like we've been better, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, shout out to the OG Keeps. He's been. He's, he's a day one OG fan. We've been basically, back in the day, we we had been producing podcasts with really only one listener and one follower and one person interacting with us on a day-to-day basis, and that was Keebs. So, yeah, it's nice having at least a few people chirping our picks on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I got a couple things. I need you to spell a word for me, and the okay. word is occurred. Occurred? Occurred. O-C-C-U-R-E-D. Oh, my God. You got it wrong as well. Dude, there's a double R. Is there? Yeah. So my buddy is at a spelling bee at a bar right now, and he got knocked out the first round with the word occurred. Wow. That's that's like one of those things. Shout out to Microsoft Word, and I've been giving a lot of shout outs so far. We're like two minutes into the podcast. Shout out to Microsoft Word and autocorrect. It's just one of the things that... Like, if, if I was on an SAT or had to write an essay, I would definitely spell wrong. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Also, I got another question for you. Ready for it? So, I followed this girl. She bets um, hockey. Um, her name's Isa Better on Twitter. And she added us to a list of interactions. And I clicked okay. on the list. And it's like us with about, I don't know, 20 other people members. What does that mean? So I believe that means anytime we tweet anything, she's going to get a notification that pops up. I think a, like a push notification saying what list it's coming from and that it's a gambling pick. I, I, I honestly don't know. I've seen people add us to lists before. 
We're, and I saw, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just follow everyone on the list because we weren't following everyone. And then we get to a guy named Bet Bully. He does NFL and NHL, and he he blocked us. He blocks us. Like I like like he previously blocked us at one point. I wonder why. I have no idea. I never even seen this guy before. I, we weren't even following him. I honestly have no idea. And if I had Twitter beef, if I have Twitter beef with anyone, I'm following them. Like I want, I want to become their friend eventually. I just got to put them in their place first. The only person I know that we have Twitter beef with back from our first year of doing this was was uh, Brendan Future. He blocked us because we like chirped him back over a flat, uh, Panthers pick, and I think he still uh, blocks us to this day. Really? Yeah, I don't even know. That. I remember I got into a fight with Boltman, and basically, I basically got to the point where like if the if they were in a game seven, I was flying down there to go watch a game with him. All expenses paid. See, that's the thing that's good about us. It's like, yeah, we'll chirp and we'll go back and forth for a little bit, but like. Hey, at the end of the day, we want to take your picks. We'll send it, and like, let's go to a game. We're not gonna like block you and. Yeah, and honestly, like, if you pick better than I do, the last time someone called me out, I took their bets on a Saturday, and they went zero and seven. Love the guy, love the guy. Character, <laughs> character, dude. Forget his name, but love it. Love the enthusiasm. Big time team player. All right, so you want to give a recap real quick? While I actually tweet my pick, I never even tweeted. A recap of what? Like, how we're doing this week? Yeah, because I'm positive and I want everyone to know about it. Are you tweeting your units, though? Because, like, you're two and You're what? Two and one on the week? Two and one on the week. But you're, like, plus three units and you're not... You're, you're, doing, yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice by not tweeting the units that you are actually gambling. I'll say that you have to listen to the podcast to get my unit count. Okay. That even though that doesn't really make any sense, but see the thing is though, I it my system now has gotten to a point where like the unit units get all kind of like jumbly. You know what I mean? Because I'm betting to like if I lost lose a game, I'm betting to make up for the next one, and then it's like one point eight seven units. You know what I mean? Truly, yeah, that's awful. I don't know why you don't go with white claw. Yeah, white claw is probably the play. As far as spiked seltzers are, or well, seltzer, alcoholic hard seltzers are concerned. For those other people who can't see the video podcast or video chat that Will and I are doing, I'm currently drinking a Truly. Decided to mix it up a little bit. It's absolutely disgusting. I just made a disgusted face. Uh, yeah, it's not good. White Claw is the way to go. True, like some Trulys are okay. Lime is pretty good. Big Blackberry guy across the board, or like raspberry. You can't really go wrong. Any brand. But yeah, truly grapefruit and pomelo. I don't even know what that is. Definitely not a good look. I don't. I don't know what I'm recapping. You're two and one on the week, but you're like plus three units. I haven't tweeted anything. I'm one and two on the week for minus like one point two five units. That's all. I, this, I don't even really care about you. I just want to let everyone know, and I wanted it to come out of your mouth that I was up like three units and like two and one on the week. Anyway, I hit a nice little parlay there. Uh, both shootouts. <sighs> Both are like minus two hundred and fifty favorites, just sweating it out. But that's what happens. Parlays, parlays are so stupid. Like that just makes that night so was dumb though. That whole night was dumb. There wasn't a good bet. Right, Monday and Tuesday with all the trades, with new faces coming into town, it's it's risky to be 
aggressively gambling, especially on a minus 250 favorite. Yeah, no, I hear you. So let's go into the lesson of the week. Um, while I was basically waiting for you to get back from happy hour, um, no, I, I was just grabbing something to eat because I crushed the gym. I was starving. Um, I threw on Netflix, and one of the things that popped up was a flat earth documentary. Can you explain to me how we know that the earth is round and not flat? How? Yeah. Like, I, I know I was told, and I'm a round earther for sure. Like, I'm part of the round earth club. Just watching this documentary, like, I don't want to be with those that group of people. That's for sure. I'm a round earther for sure. But then it's gotten me to think, like, I don't really know the evidence. I mean, we have pictures from space of the They're earth. They're flat, being though. The pictures are flat. I, like, it's not a 3D picture. But it's it's in a sphere, and on one side of the earth, you can I, look. I I probably sound like an idiot because I don't know either side of the argument. Like I don't. It's not even. I'm a big conspiracy guy. Like I'm all in on like nine eleven, not being to the moon, like all of that stuff. So you're but a flat earther, probably. No. Well, that's like kind of what these people are. No, but that's the thing. Like I'm not a flat earther. There's no there's no point in listening to it because it's like. We have pictures from space. You can see certain continents from one side of the earth that you can't see from the other. Like there, it's there's only one logical explanation. I, 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 I don't know, but I've never given enough time or thought and to, the, to right. the flat Earth argument side, so I, I, I can't give a fair like response to this question just because I don't know the other side of it. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one thing, and then and then we'll end it, and then I'll go into another little lesson of the week for you that I just found out. Number one, the test that they did during the documentary, all they did was like shined a laser and like into a, a piece of cardboard like far away, and obviously if you were at the same height and then it was a different height at the other end, then obviously it would show curvature. But it's like. Even if the if you even if you believe that the Earth is flat, it doesn't mean that like there's still like like ground level is not flat, right? So like I don't know how you would do a laser point across like it's obviously going to be uneven no matter what where you are because there's like you know what I mean you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's altitude differences based on where you're standing. Yeah, so that was like the dumbest experiment ever, and they made it like the highlight thing of the entire show, which. Just proves, I guess, that they're full of shit. And it didn't even like work out in their favor. They're like, well, it's different heights. And they're like, well, that proves that the earth is curved. Fuck. Anyway, I saw you put on some chapstick before we got started here. You're not oh, supposed yeah. to do that because it makes your uh, lips more chapped because your natural oils stop coming out and seeping out. Are you a chapstick denier like me? Denier? No, I'm a chapstick user. Yeah. Because I don't like my lips feeling like shit. All right, let's get into NHL news. Um, we have the, the trade deadline happened last week. Basically, it comes down to this: Can anyone beat the Tampa Bay Lightning? I think that there's not a chance in the world that anyone beats them. And the only team that I think could beat them are like the Sharks. And because I bet them, I don't think they can beat them. Yes, there are teams that can beat them. Um, Vasilevsky. Can have an off night. He's been one of the best goalies in the league. He's like, he's one of the only goalies with 40 games played and under like a 2.25 goals against average. Don't look it up and chirp me if I'm wrong on that. But like, 
he's been lights out all year. If he gets into the playoffs and has a string of bad games, which we've seen in the past from several like lights out goalies like Pecorini last year. Um, I don't know, Wales, you're always someone who says you can't like buy into goaltending um, and expect it to carry it through you through to the playoffs. We're Rangers fans. So it's something that we've dealt with for the past five years, but um, you know, obviously they have a great team outside of that, but yeah, you know, you catch a, you catch the right team on a string of four or five games. Like, yes, they can absolutely be beaten. Washington is obviously a danger. Um, Boston, Toronto, like Pittsburgh as an eight seed, it could potentially be Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh in the first round yeah. as a one seed, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, see, my problem is like, yeah, any given night, like that team can have a bad game, but I just don't see it happening in a seven game series. And as we speak right now, Islanders are beating Toronto five one. That that could be a first round matchup, which would be absolutely nuts. And it's kind of like it's interesting that you say that as a Rangers fan because if this same exact team was wearing Rangers jerseys, we'd be over here being like, they're fakes, they're frauds, there's no way this is going to continue into the playoffs. What, like, the Islanders? Like no, 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 the Tampa Bay Lightning. Guys like McDonough, like JT Miller. That's the thing. Callahan, like, I tweeted this out, though. I go, the, the, the Lightning's biggest flaw is that they have too many ex-Rangers on their team. That's what I'm and saying. The Rangers are not winners. Right. All right. So we'll move on from that. So we basically established nothing. I think if you look at the West, Zook breaks his arm. The Stars aren't going to make the the playoffs, I don't think. Vegas is sneaky good. Vegas is a team that I think could repeat because Flurry can get hot. They have pretty strong D, and they added Stone to an offense that can be explosive. They could do it again, I think. You know, obviously they weren't going to have the season they were last year. And the fact that they're like pretty good and relevant this year kind of like scares me going into the playoffs because that's like, that's their goal. Like, make it and then they're going to take it one game at a time there. And that's scary. Right. They're, so they're, they're going to be a team that's going to come in as like, five, probably not a five, definitely not a five seed. Uh, a six? I guess they'd be a six seed based on where they're at right now. It's so like, like you gonna, can't even like predict it because it's literally like a three well, game stream. They're not going to catch San Jose, who's eleven points ahead of them, and it doesn't seem like they're going to drop down into a wild card spot with Minnesota and Colorado behind them. But Vegas, with seventy one points right now, this is a team whose future bet at the beginning of the season points expected on the season was ninety six points. Obviously, they underachieved at the beginning of the season, missing guys on the blue line like. Uh, What's the ex-Caps name? Uh, Nate. What's his fucking name? The defenseman. Nate Schmidt. Nate Schmidt. Um, it's six one. They, they started the season under five hundred. Since he's been in the lineup, he's been absolutely lights out. I don't know the exact stat, but adding guys like Stone, um, th- this is a team who is going to be a seven or six or seven seed that is definitely going to overachieve in the playoffs. Being a couple guys that have a future bet on San Jose, Vegas is not a bet. T- team to hedge on because you're going to get good odds exactly like we were looking at it the other day uh teams to win the west coast preds are plus 500 calgary's plus 250 like those are both teams at the top of their divisions if vegas is sitting in third right now i'd expect them to be plus 750 ish plus 800 like it's not a bad future bet to bet them to win the western conference and make another appearance in the stanley cup finals again for sure for sure and um okay 
all I got to say is I don't know if Columbus is going to make the playoffs after they just did all this shit. Um, it would be interesting. You got to be gassed up about Penguins being in the eighth wild card or the final wild card spot in the East. Like it's going to be really close to that bet with you and Harji. I would love it if the Penguins ended up not making it after how cocky Harji's been all year. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm not even going to, I don't even really like talking about it. Right. Um, you don't jinx it either way. I, I mean, really, expect- realistically, those is working out in my favor because, like, down the line, I could just throw like if it comes down to it, if they win and they're in, I'll just throw two hundred on them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and then I just break even. Columbus has got two games at hand on Montreal, and they're only two points behind them. If I were a gambling man, I would I would expect the Habs to miss the playoffs and Columbus and Pittsburgh to sneak in. Or I wouldn't even say sneak in. I, I'd expect them to make the wild card spot. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Rangers have three games, three games against Pittsburgh. They're only ten points out. Pittsburgh has the last playoff spot. They win those three games. That's like six, that's like a six point swing. Yeah, and they're like being dumb enough to win those games. All right, that's it. That's it. That's it. We're done. Um, a couple OT against the Lightning. Oh, bullshit. All right, so. A couple more things. Did you see the videos that the Morning Skate posted of kids just breaking other players' sticks? Yes. Dude. All right. Say at the alumni game, I did that to you. What would you do? I'm someone who has a shitload of sticks, so I would have like laughed out loud, and obviously we would have been too serious. If that ever happened in a game, I, I don't know what I would do. Like like to a, a stranger, like I'd, I think I'd go nuts. So there was the one of the goalie like sticking it through the crossbar in the back post. Hell of a move, by the way. Like I respect that move because that's like a smart I, thing I've to do. I've never seen that before, and it was fucking awesome. I thought the more savage move was that kid just stomping out like the top of the shaft. Oh yeah. And up goes to flex it and just breaks right in half. Oh, and I just like I knew like what he was feeling. I was that skater. Like right. I just felt that anger. All right, that's fucking insane. Uh, weird that two videos like that came out, considering I never really knew this was like a thing. Uh, Tavares uh, returning to Long Island, or I don't even know where they are. Barclays, Long Island. They don't even have a home rink. So they're down 6-1. I, I'm, so, you know, I, that says everything, I think, right? I, I heard a- Islander fans were booing and chanting asshole. I believe it. What were the odds? I didn't even look at this game. Honestly, I didn't even look at it either. I didn't want to touch it. I thought it could have gone either way. Yeah. I mean, I would have leaned Islanders for sure, only because they should have been fired up. But um, It's just always a stay away. I mean, like, hindsight's twenty twenty. This is This sort of sums up the Islanders' season. Like, going into it, you would have thought that they were fucked without Tavares, but this is a team all year who's been doubted, put in a position where everyone thought they were going to be the worst team in the league, and they're just like, fuck you guys. Trotz has made a huge difference, uh, and, you know, well, Trotz, and then they brought in oh, the hell is his name? I worked. Mitch Korn is the goalie coach, and their goalies have been lights out this year. Like both right. of them well, have I, been. I never hit like Leonard was never bad on Sabres. He just never really had anyone in front of him. He's gotten in a better place mentally, and you know, sort of figured something out. And Grice is Grice has been pretty solid all year. I think he, he was a backup last year for the Islanders, right? Yes. And you know, given. In, in the time that he's played, he's he's been pretty solid. I, I think he, because I was looking at Vasilevsky's uh, goals against, Grice is right down there with him. He's got like 32, 33 games played with 
under a 2.3 goals against average, which is, you know, in today's NHL, which it's, it's very solid. Yeah. And another reason why I didn't want to bet this game is because I checked uh, the starting goaltenders um, for the game. First off, I have Subban going tonight, so I'm a little nervous about that. But uh, Maple Leafs started Sparks. So, like, even if the Islanders do win, well played by Toronto. Because then it's like, eh, we played our backup. Yeah. Just another game for us. Whatever. Sure. Okay. So, Char hit on Evander Kane. Did you see that? Play? I didn't see the hit. I saw the fight. I loved it. Um, this goes back to like Buffalo days, back when Kane was there and Chara was running Buffalo Sabres goaltender. So this is like a long time coming. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think Kane was right to just fucking attack Chara. I love oh. Kane. I love the Sharks. So I'm defending them 100% in this. And I don't... Uh, Instead of a Joey T jersey, you said you're getting Pavelski. I think we need to get a Kaner. Uh, yeah, I get, I honestly might do both. We got to order those. I yeah, said, I sent you a couple of links and you straight faced them. I did straight face them. Well, I got them. You know what it was too? The links were just normal links. They didn't have like the picture with the link. Sure. So I like looked at them and I'm like, what the fuck is he sending? And then six. Oh my god, they didn't score there. I thought it was gonna be six two. All right, alumni game. I had three goals. One assist, I think. What What did you have? Uh, I literally made you lose your jock strap, toe dragging you, and I went four for five against you in faceoffs. Okay, but I mean those are irrelevant stats, but we'll move on from there. I mean, do you disagree? Like, yeah, uh, okay. I was I was on the losing team. My my team got blown out. Uh, I was pretty irrelevant out there. I don't. I, I definitely don't play as much as Wales, but uh, I don't play. I I. I I think I embarrassed you as far as a one-to-one race, like one-to-one matchup goes. First off, I've played like twice in the past like six months, and I also worked my forearms the day before, so <laughs> the face-offs were tough. I'm not gonna lie, I had a tough time winning them. So, all right. Anyway, we're gonna get into our picks. We're going. We're going like this is pretty long right now. This is like where we're usually ending. All right, let's get into them. I'm going underdog. Um, last week I had Ducks uh, as an underdog. They lost to the Oilers 2-1. Uh, Oilers didn't have McDavid. Ducks just they didn't feel like winning. Um, I don't. I mean it's an underdog play. So what can you say? I'm um, taking Wild over the Flames. Uh, taking a look at uh, the Flames schedule. They play the Leafs next, and then they fly out immediately and go to Vegas. They've won seven in a row, and I just think that they might get ahead of themselves and. Play a desperate team that needs points, and you know the Wild have been pretty solid, winning four in a row, and beat the Jets and the Blues, the Red Hot Blues. Um, so I'm taking the Wild over the Flames. I think you'll get some pretty juicy odds there, considering the Flames have won like uh, eight in a row, seven in a row. Can't knock it. The Wild, the Wild are gassed up with what, what's their coach's name? It's slipping my mind right now. Um. The guy from the uh, Capitals. He used to be the Caps coach. I can't think of his name. He, Boudreau. Like, guaranteed. Who was that? Boudreau. Bruce? Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, he like guaranteed they were going to make the playoffs and they've gone on a run. Uh, yeah, no. Can't can't knock it. Don't hate it. Uh, I hope everyone hates my pick because it's god-awful. The AHL Binghamton Ottawa Senators at Tampa Bay Lightning Saturday night. 
what do you think about it before I before I give you my reasoning? Um, I like it only because I said this to you the other day that I liked the Rangers because Tampa has literally playing one goal games really close and they're eventually going to lose one of these games. Like they're just getting by. And Ottawa is one of those teams that is a little bit younger and those guys have a lot to prove. And like, this is their Stanley cup. Like they're playing the best team in the league. You got to get up for this one. Give me the Sens plus one and a half. It's going to be plus money. It will be plus money. Sens get a chance to go out of town, get away from shitty Ottawa in late February, early March. Enjoy the warm weather in Tampa Bay for a few days. We get it. They're an AHL team, but uh, the Bruins are coming off from a game in Boston, which is essentially a playoff uh, future situation. Um, Two nights earlier, they play in Boston Thursday night. So give me the Senators playing their Stanley Cup. Young guy is in the warm weather, getting ready to go hit the beach and creep on some weirdos down in Florida to beat the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, going into the favorites, uh, my favorite is going to be the Penguins over the Habs. Uh, this is just a typical game that I want the the Canadians to win, and they probably won't with my wager with the intern. Um, Montreal is in New York the night before. Then they travel home to play Pittsburgh, and then they fly out to L.A. Weird schedule. I don't know if you had a stat with like teams playing that lonesome home game, though. Like, I thought you said that they were, like, way above 500, so that scares me a little bit. But I think my mush on the Habs here would overcome that, so I'm leaning Penguins. Pitt is in Buffalo the night before, so there literally is no way they can be distracted from anything other than playing hockey. That's it. Like, that's what they're going to do. And then they go back home and play the Florida Panthers, which is a fucking yawn fest. So they have nothing to look forward to except beating a team that they have to beat if they want to make the playoffs. So I'm taking the fucking Penguins over the Habs. You should you should bet eight units on it and just pay for your. I mean that's there might be a few too many games left for that to be your like hedge against Harji's bet, but that's an important game for the Penguins. For sure. And last week I got blanked. With my favorite, the Sharks lost four nothing to Columbus Blue Jackets after I said the Columbus Blue Jackets were frauds. So, yeah, I went. So that was also underdog, before they made all the trades. So everyone can go suck it. Go suck it. My underdog hit last week. I said the Sabers. They buried the Caps. Knew that was going to happen. And then my favorite lost in unspeakable fashion. Penguins against the Flyers in the Stadium Series. Um, Live, too. I was was with you. Something I wanted to say. How is Trocek in the lineup for the Panthers? I thought he was, like, done for the season. So do I. I guess they, I don't know. They're just wheeling him out there just to, like, have him out. It's it's an odd thing. I know because I saw that. I don't know. I have no idea. I thought he was dead. I've seen him in the lineup last, like, month. And just haven't had an answer as to how he's been playing because I thought he it was a knee injury, right? I thought I thought or an ankle. Like I thought it was a lower body injury, and I thought it was guaranteed that he was done for the season. I might be hammered, but I honestly I don't even know because the fact that uh, he's been in the lineup like I, I it makes me doubt everything I say. Fair. Um, my favorite. Nothing crazy about it. 
I'm taking the Blue Jackets hosting the Oilers on Saturday. Columbus is going to have a week under their belt with their new lineup, a couple new faces in town. Uh, they should be catching stride and also catching the Oilers who stink with McDavid in the lineup. They're going to be playing their fourth game in five and a half days. It's 1 p.m. start. Columbus has got to win if they want to make the playoffs. So I'm, I'm taking Columbus here. And McDavid's in the lineup, so you know Otto uh, Edmonton's going to lose. Yep. All right, my under-over play. Dude, two weeks in a row, I didn't even have to update the line. The Canes, I took the Canes and the Stars under five and a half. Canes, two weeks in a row on a Saturday, which is like, why, why would those two teams be playing back-to-back weeks like that? Canes won 3 nothing. the same score as last week. I literally yeah. thought I was drunk. Like looking at like double vision with the the weeks, but I'm not. I just won again. I hit again. Easy money. Easy money. Uh, this week I'm taking the Blues and Dallas. Uh, here's another one that's going to be I think a low scoring game. Both teams desperate for points. Maybe not a bad overtime play again. I also was thinking Bolts and Ottawa an overplay there. I could see that just getting a little out of hand. And that end up being like a seven-six win for Ottawa. I really could, but um, I'm, I'm leaning Blues Dallas under five and a half for sure. I like the Blues Dallas under, and I love the probably plus two hundred. Excuse me, plus two fifty, plus three hundred overtime playing that game. Yeah, no, for sure. That's definitely I can see like they're both going to want a point. If it's close in the third, for sure they're going into overtime. I I like that a lot. Um, I've been saying it for since the All-Star break. Islanders under. Flyers are playing the Islanders. It's a Sunday game. Ride the Islanders under. Easy money. Don't question it. This will be the Islanders' fourth game in five and a half days. This is the Flyers' third road game in three and a half days. Just all signs point to under. So either be smart and go against me or bet the under. I love how we just become an under podcast in the second half of the season. Right. I mean, it's smart. Like, unders hit. You, yeah. you can have a – I feel like I see three two games in second period all the time, and they're ending 3-2, or a 3-1 game. End of the game is 3-2. People want points. Like, games tighten up towards the end. Have you seen the stat? This is fucked up. Chicago. First period overs. 19-1 and in the past 20 games. Are you kidding me? Dead serious. That's insane. Chicago. First period over one and a half. I like Chicago. They've been winning money. I I heard that stat when it was 18 and one. And I was like, oh, I should hop on that. But like anytime you hop on a streak at that point, yeah, it's, they're obviously, it's obviously going to go the other way. But yeah, 18 and they were 18 and one, and I believe they're now 19 and one first period overs. Damn, that's wild. All right, let's get into a little parlay action and send it Friday. We're doing parlays first. I'm taking the Sharks fucked my parlay up the last time, so I'm not even gonna. I, I'm done with them with with the parlay shit. Um, I'm taking the Capitals, Islanders, and the Knights. I'm going for it. I took all the heavy favorites on Sunday. So my Papa's parlay, Sunday parlay, all day. Caps, Islanders, Knights. Take it to the bank. Can't knock the hustle. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for my... I, I was expecting the Friday send it first. He threw me off. Um, That's what I do. I got to keep you on your toes. I know you do got to keep me on my toes here. Look at I'm us going to half-hour podcast right now. Go ahead. 
Say it again. Half hour podcast. We've already hit a half hour? Yeah, we're over a half hour right now. Jesus Christ. Fuck boys. All right, it's Sunday. I am going to be taking... Come on, Google. You guys probably shouldn't follow me because I'm clearly just looking at this for the first time. Yeah, but those I'm are, that's how you win. I'm going to be taking the Panthers, Blue Jackets against the Jets. That'll be a little juicy. And the Flyers. All right. Okay. Panthers catching the Senators. Panthers catching the Senators off a big win in, in Tampa the night before. We've already shouted that out. The Jets stink. Columbus again. They're going to be catching their stride. The Jets do 7 stink. P.m. Seven p.m. game on Sunday. Just take the take the Blue Jackets. It, it should be like a minus one thirty, minus one twenty five game. And then uh, Flyers just making a push for the playoffs. I, I think they're going to catch the Islanders. And then in an early spot, three the p.m. Islanders. Game. They're going to catch the Penguins if anything. Hey, just just ride with it, Senator. Dude, you're, you you think the Flyers might win the division? No, no, no. I, I was saying they're going to catch the Islanders in a bad spot. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Sorry. Yeah, they're going to win the division. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it up, Wales. All right. Sorry, I'm watching the fucking Islander game. Minute left. It's getting a little chippy. Love it. Um, send it Friday. I saved this for last because I went four and one last Friday. So I'm 37-33 on the year. Since this is the first Friday of March, do you want to do a little friendly? Yeah. Like just the March. Because our intern kind of ruined the whole idea of this whole Friday send it. Right. So me and you, do you want to do something? Yes. How about this? How about this? The summer to come summertime, me and you will play a round of golf and we'll bet the round of golf. Like that person has to pay for the round. Fair. You like that? I mean, I'll be paying for it either way since I'm a country club member. Not a Bergdale. Not a Bergdale. Um, no, I'd be happy to pay for you and your uh, your grandfather's golf club and your grandfather's Velcro shoes. I uh, gave up the Velcro shoes, and they were never Velcro. They had laces, and they were just really old. And number two, I don't play at country clubs. I only do public courses because I'm salt of the earth, man of the people type of guy. That's all I am. All right. What's your send up Friday? I'm taking the Habs, the Penguins, the Flyers, the Caps, the Blues, the Jets. Fresh record here. I feel like you missed some games. No, I never missed how, game, how many games do you have? Six. Aren't there eight games on Friday? I hope so. I'll add the two more. Yeah, you missed all right, two games. Give, all right, I missed two games. You give me yours. I got the Flyers, the Habs, the Isles, the Pens, the Canes, Preds, Knights, and Sharks. Who did I miss? I don't even know. But oh, the Avalanche. I didn't see. I didn't scroll down. It looked like it ended. You're welcome. All right. Well, I'm ta- taking the Knights, and I'm taking the. I'm taking the Sharks. All right. So, so it's a wash either way. Thanks for following me. Oh, you know what? I did have them. They're on the next page. I took the Knights and the Sharks. <laughs> fair. Fair right. play. So I had those previously. I wasn't copying you. You copied me. All right. Do you have anything to say to all the listeners out there? I got nothing. Spring's right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, I, March we do the March Madness. Jesus Christ. The Islander fans are celebrating like they want to stand the cup. Anyway, 
They're Mar- losing in the first round. Yes, they definitely have a thousand percent are, especially if they play Toronto. Um, the the March Madness tournament, the basketball tournament. I know we're a hockey betting podcast, but we do do a um, we do do a NCAA March Madness bracket tournament. When are you? Sure. When is that? I don't even know when it is. It's like mid March, right? Towards the latter half of March, it's conference tournaments kick off like first or second week of March, and then by the time all the shit's settled down, it's it's typically like March 20th, 21st. I, I don't know the exact date, but it's towards the latter half of March. Okay. All right. Question for you. Sure. I'm spurring this on you for the first time. Should we take a road trip out to Buffalo for the Frozen Four College? When is it? I, I mean, I would assume April. Yeah, I guarantee I'm going to check it right now. It's a bad podcast because we're being being quiet right now. Well, Will, yeah, I, Will, Wales is Googling, which it might take him a little while. I am oh, no, Googling. Yeah, I'm on the Frozen NCAA 4. website, Frozen 4. Frozen 4 is out in Buffalo this year. Um I mean, and, and I think it might be some good content if we get out there. I don't know if we, our book uh, actually does have college lines throughout the Frozen Four and throughout the regionals and everything. So we would be able to gamble. Uh, there might be some ECAC teams in play, which is where I'm from. So Union, I think, is like top 20 right now. So they might be out there. All right. I honestly can't find the dates here. Um,. Frozen Four in Buffalo. Can I, can I get a date? Come on. You got nothing. We can we can tweet it out or something if we're actually going. But here we go. I Frozen Four, want, 2019 I, scheduled dates for the hockey tournament. April 11th and 13th. I'll be in Costa Rica, my friend. For what? <laughs> no, no reason. Just going down there. <laughs> isn't that where the Isn't that where the Frozen Four is? That's Masters weekend. And Frozen Four in Buffalo. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we got to end this. All right, end it. Send it.
never been tested I'd like to think that if I was, I would pass Look at the tested and think there before the grace go on Might be a coward, I'm afraid of what I might find out Sure it isn't good And I'm glad I have it